He wants us to play attractive football, wants us you know, to get the crowd on our feet. The support has been magnificent and the singing my name, but I'm happier that they're singing about the players. Will it be another Stephen Kenny love in this international window? We've got the best coverage and analysis right here on OTB Sports Radio. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. All right. Uh, delighted to say that uh, John West, Fela Ambassador Lee Keegan, joins us on the line. John West, uh, sponsors of the GEA's annual Fela and Oak and the Fela and Nail as well. Uh, competition is one of the biggest underage sporting events in Europe and uh, now with a regional dimension with a third tier to the nationwide competition. Lee, how are you getting on? Good. How are you? Good, thanks. And thanks, Manny, for jumping on the line. You're obviously involved um, with the John West uh, as a fellow ambassador and important. You feel it's important, I guess, to give back to kids, give back to the next generation coming through. I definitely, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I suppose I, I, I've been very lucky with my career where I've, I've had good people um, and I suppose people I looked up to within the club and even from a county perspective that I know represented Fela, but then went on to higher level playing with Mayo and at high level Westport. So when they give me advice and when I hear the play at fair level, I, I want to get involved from that point of view. Uh, now my failure career was very short lived, unfortunately. Uh, one game, one loss in out. That was it, unfortunately. So, um, but that, no, that's not the point. I suppose the point of failure is like, it is such a, it's a massive competition. It gets teams from all around the country together. Um, I actually, I can't wait this year to be, be involved and go to the competition as well, the region and the national and see, see the standard again. Um, I know our own club is always highly um, involved in it. So, yeah, I, I'm, again, like to see our club do well and, and I love to give a bit of advice to the kids that do come in and do it. Uh, but the best bit I always say is just enjoy it. Uh, even as adults, I say, if you're not enjoying sport, then there's no point being involved. Yeah, I was going to ask actually, because I'm sure there's plenty of um, volunteer coaches around the country who would love to know what that bit of advice, outside of the enjoy yourself bit, which is obviously the important thing at the end of the day, what other sort of thing, like uh, you're, not going into, you're not getting into too complex of uh, sort of tactical discussions, whatever, but what sorts of bits and nuggets can you give give the kids? Uh, like, like from my own perspective is, like I, I just, when I was that age, I just wanted to be involved in groups uh, from a social point of view. Uh, and it got me out of my comfort zone in certain areas. Uh, got got to meet some new friends, um, and then I got to compete. Uh, I got to compete at, at, at certain levels, and I, I, to be honest, it grew, grew me up a little bit when I was younger. Uh, so seeing different guys come from different counties and trying to mark them guys and see where I'm at standard wise and what I need to learn and what I need to do. And I suppose from a coaching aspect, then when we went back training, then especially underage, we would try and work on some of those little things be it a tackling skill or kicking, uh, hand passing. I know they're very simple things, but if they notice that I wasn't doing it one week, then obviously I need to be working on the next week. So that's something that the coach used to drill into me is that work on the simple things as much as you can, replicate again in the match the week after, be it under 14, 16, minor or 21, it didn't matter what it was. Um, and write down then, not even write down, but just reflect on then, um, did it go well for you? If not, then what can I do to get a little bit better in training next week? Um, and, I was very lucky that I had guys, even from a young age, that were drilling that into me. Uh, but at the same time, allowing me to enjoy my football and not, not, I suppose, keep me in a prison that I have to do X, Y, and Z or else it's going to be the end of the world. It was just, if you do these few things, you might get a little bit better at it. If not, we'll keep working them, keep working them, keep working them until you are not perfect, but at a really high level. And again, there's guys in the club, and I know volunteers all over the country are probably doing the exact same thing. Uh, and that's why Fela is so successful and why he's getting recognised uh, uh, worldwide. Were you always sort of one of the top performers coming through as a kid? 
Oh God, no, not a football. No, no, Why no. not? No, 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 no. I was probably one of the lower ranked ones when it, when it comes to underage football, so I was, but... Uh, up to, like, up to what stage? Um, <clears throat> probably up to nearly 20s, to be honest. I, I was probably two more involved with the likes of rugby and, and soccer, probably when I was underage, to be honest. Uh, been from a town like Westport, it, it is very sport dominant, um, and I was lucky that I could have a flavour for each sport, so... I was predominantly involved with rugby, like say Westport and Connacht underage, uh, up to under 19s, 20s then, and kind of just made the decision that I want to play Gaelic, to be honest. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, I'm happy I did. <laughs> um, what what, uh, what position were you in the rugby? Full back. Right. And we, was, it, was that an option? Like, were you thinking about, was there an option there, a call to be made at some point? Um. There was, yeah. I suppose I, I was trying to cling on to as many sports I could for as long as I could. Um, and that's another bit of advice for anyone as well, is play as much as you can while you can. Because mm. when you have to make a decision, that's, that's kind of it, to be honest. Um, and I knew when I was getting to that, that kind of 18, 19, 20-year-old that I, I was going to have to make a decision. And I had a chat with a couple of coaches at under 20 Mayo. Uh, they were interested in bringing me in. And they were said that just seen they seen a good bit of potential, and I got a bit excited from that, and, and just drove it on from that. To be honest, they were right. They were right. It's like fifteen years later, they were bang on. Was the did you consider like a professional rugby career? I, I never really looked probably further than under twenties at the time, um, because I was still kind of involved with it. Um, looking at now, reflecting now, I'm kind of happy I didn't. To be honest, I, I don't know. If I, even look at the standard of some of the some of the players that went after me. Uh, it's just kind of ridiculous, and the size of them as well. Uh, I'm only a, a small nugget of a thing when I look at some of the guys that are playing rugby at the moment. But um, no, I'm I'm really happy with my decision. To be honest, uh, I've met some great people along the way with GEA. Uh, now I'm still an avid rugby supporter. I love watching rugby. Uh, some of the hits do make me sore watching it, mm. but I'm, I'm happy to be watching from the telly side rather than in, on on the pitch side. What uh, at thirty two then? When we're about what are we thirty forty percent into the season, whatever it is, how's the body feeling now versus how it might have been a few years ago? Still fresh? Or? Yeah, good. Yeah, um, I suppose with the condensed season, um, we're trying to get ourselves in kind of a peak shape. I suppose games are coming thick and fast, and I suppose Division One has been well documented at the moment that the standard is insanely high, uh, and we're at the, like we're at the final stage where league games now on Sunday. So, in terms of body feeling really good. Uh, Relatively fresh, considering. Um, took a bit of time after after last year um, to get myself right again. Um, spent time with the family, a couple of kids at home now, so that puts things into perspective pretty fast. So um, once I got that time at home, I was ready to kind of rock again. And when James gave me the call, then come February time, um, I got got excited and jumped straight back in and, and um, playing playing week in week out. So um, I think as a player uh, and for myself, I suppose I've seen the two sides from before where we used to have a 10 week break and then train and play a game where it's game weekend weekend now I, I'm definitely an avid fan of that I, I know players are as well getting getting as much as they can it just feels a bit different that our season's going to be over in July that's something we're, we're trying to figure out and we're already nearly finished March so you're right it's like season's coming and going in the blink of an eye and like we're talking about our last uh, league game uh, round of games this Sunday it's 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 madness already so um it just shows, yeah, it's, it's waiting for no man. So it's it's about trying to get yourself right quickly. And any little injury at all is going to put you back. Because again, with the shorter season, you're, you don't want to be chasing your tail already. Like maybe it's too hard to tell because of that change of season and this far out. But like, is that format of, listen, I'm just going to go and take a bit of a breather, refresh myself, spend that family time and come back. We've agreed that now as a format. And let's just roll with that for whatever number of years are left. 
I suppose I'm older, so I, I get that option. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a maybe mid twenties guy might be different, but uh, yeah. yeah, like I mean, I suppose I'm I'm on year twelve now or eleven, twelve with Mayo. So, like I know James very well. So it, it, again, it's it's been been smart. Uh, I know my own body as well. Uh, I, I said I'm running long enough now to realize that setting myself crazy standards in December, January versus maybe five years ago, it's not expectation really or it's not it's not reality for myself it's about trying to get myself right for an early start and building into the air uh, and that's gone pretty well so far I'm, I'm happy around in terms of my shape and I, how I feel um, and enjoying the group environment with we've quite a relatively new squad again and a lot of young guys coming through so they're really challenging us kind of older guys as well to perform in training uh, and I think it's it's been pretty clear that James is picking guys on form within training we've, we've had a lot of changes throughout the games in the league so um, so yeah I mean that's the great thing of James there's a lot of good flexibility that I could bring James up I just want to take an extra couple of weeks here before I come back into that environment again and it's, it's that's, I suppose that's, that's the trust we have between manager and players at the moment It's funny to hear you talk about like the players the on-form players in, in training because from the outside looking in it looks like he's got some sort of a master plan of experimentation going on and I'm going to take a look at a few players but you're saying it's more to do with lads in training putting their hands up Absolutely. I like guys need well, if they're not training well, they're not going to get picked. So you're not going to pick a guy that's not performing in training and put him in, in a high performance game that Sunday or Saturday and expect him to do it. Guys need to be shown well in, in Tuesday or Thursday or Wednesday or Friday, whatever whatever day it is. And for them to do that, if they're competing really well during the weeks and they're putting their hand up, then yes, they're going to get picked. If they're not, then that's just the reality of high level sport. Uh, and us as players know that very well and James knows that himself. So I don't think it's an experimental thing. I think it's I think it's just he wants to see how guys adapt to that high level environment of playing top teams week in week out and Joe we all have to get our chance at some stage as well like when I was that age if I didn't get a chance I wouldn't be here either so it's about exposing them uh, getting them ready and like I said champs is only three weeks away this Sunday so it's really important to get as many guys playing at that level as possible What uh, we're talking about all the new faces coming in but the the um recapture is that the right phrase I don't know exactly how to phrase it the Oshin Mullen not going to Australia bit uh, I wondered like how big a boost was that internally was that because he's the sort of player that I think no matter what squad in the country he's in like the loss of his, him you're going to feel that it could be the difference between getting over the line and not was it a big boost internally well he's a beautiful man as well so just <laughs> that helps <laughs> um, absolutely. listen like Oshin's one of those kind of generational players um, and it is well documented how good he is uh, and yes when we did see him come back in the change room I suppose he gave us massive energy because obviously he sees himself as or sees us as a group I, I, I suppose to trust in the group that we can go far again um, and he obviously talked about that and, and sat down and set out his standards and his targets already so he obviously has that in his head and for us to see him come back in at Saturday air was a huge boost for us because again he's he's one of our top guys there uh, one of our best players and I suppose the way he plays the game um, it's uh, it's very attractive to see mm. <laughs> he's just so good at football like and I love I love having him in the squad I just think he brings a bundle of energy Um and just for a guy of a 21 year old, he's already one of our leaders already, and it shows the type of guy he is within the group already. So um, yeah, it was a huge boost to see him come back in this year. How what's what sort of form does that leadership take? Is it more than just the quality of his play? Uh yeah, but even the way he trains, it's a strange in the week. He does take a, like a night off. He comes to train really hard. He's he's bringing lads with him then in terms of conditioning games or like his skill level is extremely high and he's 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 challenged himself as best he can to get better and better and better so 
you see a guy at that age and, and he's doing that himself, you know he's in a good spot already. Um, and it doesn't take a lot of management for a guy to see see that qualities. And um, again, to see him come back in and train the way he is training again, it, it, again, it's it's really powerful for us as a group to see that. It's wild in an overall sense, like how you mentioned, obviously going into the last round of league games, but how even everything feels now. Like it, obviously the dubs coming back to the field a bit, the demise then sort of suddenly everybody realizes, oh, maybe it's not so bad after all, after looking at the last few weeks. But it still does feel like there's five, at least five and maybe a couple more like genuine All-Ireland contenders. Does it feel that way? Sorry, does it feel any different in that way uh, for you, Lee, over the last few years in the sense of that evenness? Um, to a degree, I suppose. Like, I suppose, just focus on ourselves. We always, we always, we're going to compete. We're always looking at a high level ourselves. And, and I suppose, as a group, that's the target you want to get to is the other final day. And obviously, the outcome is, is, is to win it. And essentially, we haven't done that yet. So, yeah, I mean, people can say it's an open championship, but it can be very deceptive to read league form into championship. And I suppose, with the shorter kind of gap this year, it, it's even harder to get a read on. Um, mm. I know even just playing the division one this year itself, say teams are obviously setting out their stall pretty early this year that they're taking the league extremely serious. And, and you've seen that the way, as you said, MA games are for grabs this weekend in division one alone. And, and across every division, there's there's something for grabs nearly in every division. So I think teams see this as an opportunity now as to get a really good performance on Sunday. Uh, and I'm just talking about ourselves now here. Like Sunday is a massive game for us against Kildare. Um, like, as essentially it's a do or die situation from now on for the rest of the season. Uh, get a result on Sunday, we're into a league final, a league final then, you're straight into into championship. So it's it's you're right, there is a lot of teams looking this year as an opportunity, but again, we like we do every year and it sounds boring, but we if we don't look after ourselves, if we start looking externally, then we're we're only caught in ourselves. It's what we're doing now and what's important now. And for us, although championship three weeks in line, we know exactly what we have to do against Gildare. Any team that shoots twenty four points the week before is a serious outfit so we're looking at that challenge ourselves um, and we want to take that very seriously for Sunday and try and get to the league final There must have been some uh, with everything that was going on with Dublin internally was there any chat about it Was because it, most of the country was looking at it like they, they've obviously explained it away you know we're in transition and there's probably a lot in that but I think on a very one dimensional level most of the other country was like like everybody scratching their heads almost to try and figure out what was going on was there much chat about it internally don't give me the we weren't talking about it stuff. There must have been some conversation about it. <laughs> we don't, and that's the that's the thing. Like, like if you get caught up in, in the whole rigmarole of people talking about demise and transition, and yeah. then you're 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 just essentially taken away from what you're doing good yourself. And I mean, yes, it's a, it's a very easy conversation to have. But like, if, again, if we start talking and talking about other teams, then we're not we're not worrying about ourselves at all. And and that would be a concern. And uh, thankfully, it hasn't been. And. Like I'd be telling you live, I said we did talk. We we, we actually we don't have time to talk about it because we're so busy training ourselves. Um, and I said that when I off training, I, I don't particularly talk about a lot of sport anyway. So, um, and like I suppose the big thing is that like because games are coming week in week out, there there is no time to talk about Dublin or Kerry or it's it's we're actually either going to be playing them or you've another game coming. So. To answer your question, that's the, the answer I'm giving you. <laughs> are, you, are, you are you going to give me the same uh, fab off when I ask you about the Philly comments? Ah, oh, no, Lily, stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been discussed. Not, like, or they're not, at any level. No, 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 no. Like, the discussions are is, is literally who we're playing next. Um, yeah. And that's and that's that's generally the gospel truth. No can way. I ask you, can I ask you, do you know, because the first thing I saw when I saw the comment, probably had the same reaction everybody else, like, oh, Jesus, here we go, like, just lobbing this grenade into an already pretty tense 
dynamic between those two teams. But like when you stand back from it, what did he have a point in what he was saying in terms of Mayo being uh, the point being that like Mayo were more obsessed with being seen to stand up for themselves than sticking to the agreed plan? You're putting me in the spot, aren't you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> did he have a point? If I say I didn't read it, would I be lying? <laughs> you, there's no way those comments haven't some way or another. Somebody's dropped them into a WhatsApp group somewhere along the line. Um, listen, the, 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 like you can't exactly pinpoint every every moment or every minute from games. Like I mean, the two teams have macho moments themselves, so it's, it'd be it'd be silly for me to say they didn't. Uh, to say we got caught up in it, I don't know. Like that's that's here to say. Like I mean, we went out to perform to the best of our ability and in that game. So I mean. To go into a game thinking if I, if I'm going to be as much as I can, we knew that's never, never going to win a game. Uh, like there are high pressure games. Of course, you're going to get caught up with some of the moments in in, in that game. But to say that that was solely the reason we lost, I, I can't say I can't agree with that fully because like we went out to perform to the best ability. Uh, we were 100 percent confident we were going to win those games. Uh, that's not a word of lie. Um, and we just didn't. Dublin, Dublin just were better than us than, than days. But to say that we were it was a match thing. No, no, we we had to have a game plan to play one of the best teams that we've ever come across and it nearly worked but it didn't quite come over and that's, and that's the way we looked at the game it was just trying to get a good game plan that was going, going to be Dublin in them games So it's on the record it hasn't been discussed is what you're saying it has, Well it's definitely discussed this year <laughs> <laughs> or going, going forward no Okay uh, what, um, the, the, uh, the reason I'm sort of asking about it was like the aggressiveness is a big part of your game right like Andy Moran has written about it in his book that was it a horrible player? Is that the horrible player to play against? Am I right? Is that the quote? Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so, like that that line of aggression between like there's a negative and a positive to that, but you've always seemed to be able to walk that the positive side of the the aggressive play. Yeah, but I, I like I suppose people have to realise we're, we're playing a contact sport, um, so there has to be a level of aggression brought into these games, and and that's the same with the league this year as well. You have to have a form of aggression, or else. Essentially, you're a saint, your man. Well, you can walk all over me for the full 70 minutes and kick what you want, do what you want. Um, and it is, I'm not saying like to cross the line, but you have to, you have to be on the, on the edge sometimes. And most top teams like yourselves do play on the edge sometimes. And that's the way most high level sports are across every court. Um, and a team that tells you otherwise and that they're, they're probably lying. Um, you have to have that level of fresh going into games or else you're going to get walked over. And the way Gaelic is at the moment, particularly around that middle third, it, it's, it is, it's a bit of a war zone and teams are going to, to physically dominate other teams. And that's no different from a Mayo-Dublin game to a Kerry-Tyrone game or even this weekend we're playing Kildare. That's just the way the nature of the game has gone. Are you looking around you last weekend going, what is Aidan O'Shea doing back here? He's, he's basically fulfilling every uh, position now on the pitch and the latest is in, uh, in the half-back line. What's the, what's the natural progression of him, do you think? As a, like, there's obviously so much. He's one of those players that occupies so much debate around the summertime as to what, how he's going, what, uh, what his best position is and all that sort of stuff. I, I don't know. Is he likely to spend more time in the back line going forward? or is He's looking, uh, he's looking for the goalie jersey next. <laughs> yeah, it's not far off. It's the last remaining position like so. <laughs> um, like in the type of guy in is he's a very good structural kind of guy he he can read the game really well and, and he's a very good organiser and leader so and he was, he's a big guy to get the ball on so it would make sense to give him a go there and see how it goes I'd, I'd love to see more of it to be honest um, he gives a bit of a good bit of protection um, throughout the game against Tyrone uh, and the way Tyrone set up as well I suppose drop a lot of numbers back to leave a lot of space one side so Aiden was doing really well in reading that so um yeah, he's not short of getting that goalie position after all this either. So, um, is he yeah. basically just like a third midfielder that, like, he's going to operate in that sort of space? We're all obsessed with this 
what position is he in? And actually, it's just sort of a third midfielder anyway. Essentially, yeah. And like Aiden's a very good ball player. So, I mean, it's no brainer to play him around the middle turn. And in the size he is and the present he is, like Aiden's tackling is probably one of the best in the country. So, I mean, to get Aiden in around that area is, is crucial for us getting turnovers and, and moving the ball quick and quick in transition. So, uh, it's a role that I know he he loved playing in, so um, I'm sure it's going to be reviewed and upset again going forward. Yeah, it could appear anywhere. Nobody knows. <laughs> can I can I ask you before we let you away? Was it very disappointing? And I I sort of facetiously mentioned at the top that it's great to speak with you because uh, we haven't had a huge amount of chance to um, speak with players or coaches over the last few weeks. Was it very frustrating how all that uh, played out, Lee, in terms of the the mileage and the expenses, and that uh, the GPA obviously felt it had come to a point where a ban was required. <sighs> like I mean it's, it's it's like most of the topics if you want to get wrapped around it and caught up in it then like I mean you can discuss it until the cows come home um, I mean for, for me as a player and us as a, as a playing group like I suppose I don't know how people have time sometimes if we talk and how many times that we train a week we just we just want to go train and, and be ready for any game that comes up so I mean it's it's obviously it's 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 a hot topic at the moment Um but I, I'm pretty sure, like, so they're going to have to come some resolution at some stage. I mean, it's 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 a pretty simple fix if they want to do it. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, like, I mean, like, there's probably no need to drag it on longer than it should be. So, I mean, it's just one of those things like it, it's coming pretty hot, and it, it's the it's the hot topic of every kind of after league game at the moment, post league game. Uh, we should be talking about the games and not these kind of situations, I suppose. Did you agree with the ban, or did you think because there was a there was a, a good point made that actually putting the players front and center to say we're not happy with this would have been as effective as a ban? I think ban's a strong word. Like, I mean, like I don't a, rec- know, a recommendation not to speak. Recommendation, sure. like yeah, like I mean, probably even better. Like, I think by saying a ban to an adult, it's like telling a baby not to have milk. Like, you know, mm. it's like <laughs> you want to do it then. Like, so yeah. uh, like you know, so like I mean. I don't know. I, I, I'm like it's looking from the outside. It can be a quick fix. I, I don't, I don't see why it needs to be dragged that longer than it should be. I just, I, I think for, for myself as a player, I just want to go out and play games. Uh, like again, we're talking about a short season. We don't want to be talking about these matters that are like I suppose taken away from what's been a brilliant Division One campaign so far for all teams and all divisions across. So I mean, it's, it's kind of to me, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at that's fair enough. Uh, is this the year? Is this the year it happens? We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how Sunday goes first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty, <laughs> plenty of football, plenty of football to be played. Listen, uh, absolute pleasure chatting with you over the last 20 minutes or so. Uh, John West, Ambassador, and you can check out all those details. We give out full details from our social channels as well. Lee Keegan, thanks a million. Thanks a million, guys. Cheers. Appreciate it. Thank you. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.